This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 396 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, I'm giving you some tips about triggers, tips about surviving the holidays, and I just realized that I forgot to mention in the episode that it starts on Friday, the Fitness Focus Challenge. This is where you put in $20 and say, I want to lose 6% of my body weight by February, and if you do, you split the pot of anybody who didn't. And look in the show notes, go out to logicalloss.com, or if you just if you're listening to this on an app, you'll see a link to the challenge right there. Sign up, and uh, I look forward to competing against you. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just to die it thin. Not till you like it's thin. I want smaller size thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. Hey, welcome to the Illogical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com. I am not a doctor. I am not a trainer. I'm just a person like you trying to lose weight. And let's do the weigh in here. When I last spoke to you back on the 19th, I was not super happy. I was uh, at 225.9. And as I record this on Thanksgiving Eve, I am at 223. Point four. So I'm down a little over two pounds and I'm happy about that. And I got to tell you, I just got done riding uh, my exercise bike. I got all the clothes off of it. I've been eating lots of green stuff, broccoli, peas, lettuce. And I mentioned how I joined the Noom app. I'll be sharing some things with that uh, with you over the next couple episodes here. Plan on doing this a little more consistent and uh, just being consistent. If you think about Niagara Falls, Niagara Falls used to start up much closer to, you know, it's it's eroded over the years. It's water versus rock and the water is winning. In fact, they actually take, they they turn down the water at night. Uh, They let companies use more water during the evening, and they say that actually is going to help on the erosion of the rock. The water is winning. Why? Because it's persistent, and it never gives up. And so I got to tell you, earlier in the week, when I I had gone down to 224, and then I went up to 224.8, I'm like, hey, that's 225. And then I went down to 223.5. I was like, 223, that's awesome. And literally two days later, it was at 225 again. And I was like, 
what is going on? And then today I'm back down to 223. It's really easy to want to throw in the towel. And I just keep telling myself, trust the process. So I was looking for some different tips and stuff on the holidays. And I'll be talking about that more. But here's something I found from iFit. iFit is something I'm using because I have a Nordic Track bike. For the record, did you know this? If you've ever looked at something like, hmm, I'm not sure if I should use, get a Proform or a Nordic Track, it's the same company. It's usually the Proform has a few less features, but it's the same company. So, because they have this thing called iFit which is actually a pretty cool app. And what I've done is I've gone through in the app and I've scheduled that I ride on, uh, I believe it's Tuesdays. Let me see here. Tuesdays. No, I'm sorry. Sunday, Monday, I'm completely off. Monday, I'm not doing any exercise. I want to give my day, my day. I want to give my day a body. Yes, I do. I want to give my day a body. I want to give my body a day to just chill. But I'm going to bike on Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, and then I'm going to do strength training on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. That's the plan. Now, can I do that? I don't know. Only one way to try. And I like to have a goal that I have to grow into. I'm not crazy about it. Can I be really honest? I did not want to ride that bike tonight. And I told myself, it's 20 Minutes. Well, the, the the ride I selected, which was beautiful. I'm actually riding out in uh, Utah. Beautiful. And I got this uh, iFit instructor telling me I can do it in that whole nine yards. And I did not feel bad when I got off the back. In fact, I was really proud of myself that I did something I didn't want to do because most of the time I do. But it's starting to, it's funny, I just bought a a padding thing for the bike seat. I bought a padding thing for my seat. It's it's actually, it's weird. It's underwear that kind of makes it feel like you pooped your pants uh, that has all this extra padding. And in the end, it's still not the most comfortable thing when you're doing that. But I do love biking. And so I love the fact that this one iFit trainer said, hey, pick a goal that you can grow into. So I was kind of uh, clicking around the iFit website and they had five tips to maintain and not gain during the holidays. So for me, like I would love to keep losing weight, but tomorrow is Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about that a little bit in a second here. And this is going to be a little longer episode maybe because I got a bunch of stuff that I've done a lot of research on. It's commonly assumed that a lot of people gain five to 10 pounds. 10 pounds is a lot of weight from November to January. And it says, but you might be surprised because I've heard that over and over and over. It says, you might be surprised to learn the average American only gains one pound, not five, not 10 during the holiday season. Now that doesn't mean we go out and gorge ourselves, by the way. One pound might seem like nothing. You might think that's easy weight to drop come January. The problem is, though, and this is where you go, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we don't lose that one pound. So if you're like going, wait, how did I get here? It's a pound a year or two or three. And uh, so over time, that one pound turns into five, 10 and 20. And then you're like, "Um, wait, who's that in the mirror? So here's some things they say to do. Uh, and the first one is so easier said than done. That's don't overeat. You know, if you want to eat until you feel sick on Thanksgiving, go for it. And that's one of the things I'm trying to remember. Because I remember there are times when you like have to pop up 
a button on your pants and you're like, oh, you know, just remember that uh, I remember when I used to go to uh, there's a a chain here in the U.S. uh, of an Italian food. It's called Buca di Peppo. And they literally bring you spaghetti in a bucket. It's just this giant mound and you just eat it because your mom told you to clean your plate. And I always felt absolutely horrible leaving that place. Now I wasn't hungry. It was the, it was, I'd gone way too far. So listen to your stomach and eat until you feel full and then quit. And we'll talk about why we won't do that in just a second. Number one, don't forget to work out. Hey, look, I can sleep in tomorrow and I am, but I'm also going to get on that bike and I'm going to, my goal is to try to not eat until lunch tomorrow. And if I need something to get me through, it's going to be something like a banana or a pear. Again, I'm eating lots of green stuff. I'm eating a lot of these things called fruits that you may have heard of. So it really, it can be anything, just 15 minutes to get your heart rate up. Continue to work out because when we start to get in the habit of not exercising, that becomes the norm. And that's kind of what I'm worried about taking Mondays off, but I'm going to try that because I hear so much about you have to let your body recover. And the other thing is I like working out at this point. I like riding the bike except for today, but you know, I got the, uh, I got the poopy pants now, so it's not that bad. The other thing you got to keep in mind, portion control. And this is really nothing new. You know, use your hand as a guide for a portion, like the palm of your hand, not all the way out to your fingers. And just remember, Start eating your veggies first. Start off with the good stuff. Make don't don't sit there and go. Oh, I ate all the pie and the this and that and the blah blah. And I have no room for my vegetables. No, start with the vegetables and drink a glass of water first. And then, look, it is the holiday, so try to eat healthy most of the time. You know, save your indulgences for special days or planned events. And all the other days, stick to healthy meals. And I realized that like, hey, it's the second Tuesday of the month and they brought in pie into the workroom. And that's not really, a, you know, remember the holidays are two, three if you count New Year's. So, but try to eat healthy most of the time. And by that, I don't mean 55, 45. I'm talking 80, 20, 90, 10, maybe. But the other thing is, Enjoy yourself. They say, live it up. It's the, it's the greatest time of the year. Uh, if you're out to eat with your family or savoring a Christmas dinner, look, enjoy it. Don't feel like you have to give up your favorite treats to say or say no to Aunt Lisa's famous pumpkin pie. Let your taste buds celebrate every bite. That's the other thing. Eat slower. Be mindful of when you've had enough. And remember, the whole eating thing shouldn't be more stress because we've got enough stress with the holidays anyway. Just do your best to eat well, stay active, and enjoy the season. So next up, we're going to talk about the different types of triggers and how they trigger us. When it comes to food tracking, there's a new name in town, and that is Chronometer. It's a great app that gives you tons of stats, and their database is a whole lot more accurate than things like MyFitnessPal. Oh, and it's cheaper. One of my favorite things is if I have a food that's not in the database, I simply scan the label, and the software inputs the information for you. You can check out Chronometer by going to LogicalLoss.com slash food tracking. That's LogicalLoss.com slash food tracking. Have you checked out the Logical Weight Loss Resources section? 
We have things like calorie trackers, breath analyzers, water reminders, weight loss challenges, scales, fitness trackers, habit reinforcement, mental health, weight training. If you have sore muscles, we've got resources for that. Some of my favorite books, our favorite supplements, it's all there. Go over to LogicalLoss.com slash resources. What if you took the accountability of Weight Watchers and combined it with the support of a like-minded community and the spark of a weight loss challenge? Well, you can find out at monthlychallenge.fit. The next challenge starts on the 1st. Use the coupon code NOW100 to get your first month free. Go to monthlychallenge.fit. All right, I want to talk about triggers. And I learned this from the new map. If you go to the show notes here, if you're listening on a device, just swipe up or right or down or left, and I'll have a link to the new map. And you can get a 14-day trial there. It's pretty cool. This says when you repeat the same behavior over and over again, it eventually, I don't know, just seems to happen. I've talked about this. When you do the wrong thing, you get really good at doing the wrong thing. It's practice. And so without any conscious thought, these things just happen. But there is deeper stuff at work. And so you don't just, you know, forget to go to the gym or I don't know, I just happened to polish off a whole bag of chips. I don't know what happened. There is a subconscious process for that. And they say it controls every action you take. And it's called the behavior chain. And this is how it works. It says the behavior chain describes the process that produces any type of behavior. And it says all behavior chains have one thing in common. They start with a trigger. And this is, when I read this, I'm like, this is pretty cool. Triggers come in many shapes and sizes, and uh, they can be environmental, biological, mental, emotional, or social. And I was like, hmm, all right. I didn't know there was quite that many, but all right. And so the uh, let's say you walk into a party. A server tempts you with a plate of hors d'oeuvres. Uh, that's an environmental trigger. Like, oh, wow, look, somebody's trying to stick food down my face. You look around and all your friends are happy munching away. Uh, that, again, is a social trigger. Hey, everybody's doing it. You had a terrible day. You're completely worn out. Nice to see you again. That is now a mental and emotional trigger. And you're like, okay, so environmental uh, social triggers, right? Environmental, I'm in a place where there's food. Social, everybody else is eating it. Mental and emotional triggers. Triggers produce these things in your brain. And we call those, um, you've heard of these, thoughts. Thoughts can be great. But in the wrong hands, thoughts can be evil. And say things like, hey, you're at a party, man. Have a good time. Or all your friends are eating it. Why not you? Or... What a terrible day. You deserve a pig in a blanket, right? You deserve to go to wherever. And it's those thoughts that lead to actions. So triggers lead to thoughts, 
lead to actions. And actions like reaching out your hand, snatching up the last fried cheese ball, and tossing it in your mouth before your brain has a chance to go, hey, wait a minute, hold on a second. Hmm. Since when is there pepperoni in a cheese ball? Now, not only do actions then have consequences, so triggers have thoughts, lead to actions, actions have consequences, sometimes called children. Uh, But there are four distinct types of consequences. There are physical, psychological, uh, physiological, or emotional. So keep that in mind. There are different types of triggers. There are different types of consequences. And in our cheese ball example, the consequences would be something like, wow, that was delicious. Well, that's psychological. My stomach doesn't feel so good. That's physical. Uh, wondering why did I do that or what is wrong with me that's psychological and then feeling disappointment or guilty, well, that's emotional. So you need to take a look at some of your bad habits and then kind of map them out. And so I'm going to pick here from a list of common habits. Uh, So I have... uh, an option here of overeating, skipping or avoiding or forgetting the gym, um, raiding the fridge after a long day. Boy, that's a good one right there. Grazing the buffet table at a party, eating too much instead of cooking, eating out too much instead of cooking at home. Boy, that's me. Uh, munching on sweets in the break room, snacking late at night. Uh, let's go snacking uh, late at night, Alex, for 200. And it says, what thoughts do you have? So you would have to Pick a habit that you do that you know is not good. And then it says, what thoughts do you have? Uh, my friends and family are, uh, will be offended if I don't eat X, Y, Z, because I'm eating late at night. Uh, maybe it's, uh, I'll, you know, I'm going to work this off at the gym tomorrow. Boy, there's a, that they call those um, uh, mental distortions uh, because you're just, you, you tell yourself whatever you need to hear. Um, I can't be bothered to make food. That's another one. I deserve it. You ever think about that? I deserve to have a big fat butt. That's basically what you're saying. I've been good all day or week. That's why I'm snacking late at night. Um, Everyone else is doing it. Why can't I? Yeah, that's how people get hooked on crack as well, just for the record. Um, I just can't resist. Yes, you can. You're so much stronger than you think you are. Um, Or this is going to help me feel better. Yeah, maybe now. So if I look at this, why am I snacking late at night? Um, In some cases, it's as stupid as I just can't resist. Uh, But probably the one I'm going to go with is I deserve it. I've been good all day or all week. So this is where I like, hey, I already rode the bike. I'm good to go. Although you can't, you'll never out exercise food. So it's I deserve it. I've been good all day. So what trigger... What trigger this thought? Uh, will hunger, uh, be tired or low energy, a stressful or emotional day, uh, eating in social situations, not enough time. That one, if I'm if I'm eating out at night, um, that's another one. Or sweet treats or other temptations or food pushers. So what triggers me, uh, th- what triggers this thought? I deserve it. Um, that is usually... A stressful or emotional day. That's that's definitely it for me. So I'm going to choose that one. It says, okay, so let's go back to this. 
here's uh, you. It says you've now mapped out your first behavior train chain. So what's the trigger? A stressful or emotional day leads to this thought. I deserve it. I've been good all day or I've been good all week. And the action is I end up snacking late at night. And while I'm sure there are plenty of consequences for your actions, that's the first step needed to break a bad habit is to understand how you got sucked into it. Now that you know what to look for, you know, you won't, um, you, you don't know exactly how to break the habit, but at least you're understand how it's happening. And for now you can basically take some notes about your behavior and realize that, look, I have to find a better way to handle stress because that's leading me to do these things that don't lead to good choices. So there are different type of triggers. Triggers lead to thoughts. Thoughts lead to actions. And actions lead to consequences. And thoughts, to me, is another one. We've talked about having the the two people on your shoulder, the one person that, that believes in you, that knows that you can do this. And it's like, no, no, you, you I know you're, you, you think you're hungry now, but if you just drink a little more water and go to bed, you won't have to worry about it. And then you have that other person on your other shoulder going, oh, come on, it's not going to hurt. How, how can one cheese ball hurt? Oh, come on. There's not that many calories in a McDonald's hamburger. You know, I've heard uh, Egg McMuffins are actually kind of healthy. No, you know, it's only one piece. One piece is, you know, it's only one Reese cup. It's only, you know, I, uh, I have a thing with Chobani uh, pineapple on the bottom yogurt. It's yogurt, right? And not only that, but it's Greek yogurt. Yeah, I have to quit buying that because I will eat one and one will lead to two. And in some cases, three. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I need to, I need to step back. But I know it's, it's the sugar in it that makes me, just makes my brain go zing. And when am I usually eating that? When it's late at night. I open up the fridge and I go, what's in here? Oh, look, yogurt. Oh, hey. And then you hear the voice in your head. Oh, that's not that bad. It's yogurt. Yogurt's healthy for you. No, it's not. Not really. You look at the ingredients. Or if you're trying to do intermittent fasting and you're like, oh, it's yogurt. It won't trigger my insulin. Yes, it will. So, and if I just, I've, I've started to just kind of treat the kitchen, you know, it's like, I'm sorry, the kitchen is closed. And when I open up the door, the only thing I can get is water. I've actually thought about getting a little like college dorm refrigerator and putting it here in my bedroom. Although that just sounds so like, really, you can't go downstairs to get a glass of water. Uh, just to have a refrigerator of nothing but water. (laughs) That sounds completely stupid. And I'm not going to do that because I believe in myself. I believe I can handle opening up the refrigerator and not buying the yogurt or, or, and that's the other thing. I'm just not going to buy it anymore. You know, I think that's one of the things I'm going to do. I'm only going to buy fruits and vegetables. And if I want a snack, it's going to be a pear or banana or green beans or, broccoli or whatever. So uh, can you see now though, 
where Thanksgiving is environmental. You're walking into a place that has tons of um, food. And also, just think about the traditions. Tradition is kind of an environmental thing. Then you've got the social, because everybody else is eating Aunt Lucy's fudge. Why aren't you? You know, so just keep that in mind. And I, I say this not to have you go, well, Dave said it was okay to eat. I guess what I don't want to have you do is, is like they said, if you can eat healthy most of the time. And so I, my plan is to give up breakfast and exercise in the morning. But that doesn't mean I'm allowed to eat 3,000 calories either. I'm going to go over. I'm going to eat some turkey. I'm going to eat some mashed potatoes. I'll probably have some sort of vegetable. Uh, and then there will be pie. And normally I don't eat pie. But that's going to be the thing that's like, okay, I'm allowed to eat pie today. And I'm going to have one piece. And then what will happen, that'll be lunch. And then for dinner, I will go out and eat more turkey and another piece of pie. <laughs> I probably won't have vegetables that second time around because they're cold and put away. The mashed potatoes are gone because they were so good. We all ate them all. But I'll eat some more turkey. And hey, there's more pie left. And that's going to be the hard one to skip the pie because, well, hey, it's Thanksgiving. You'll see. And my point is, if I do that, it's okay. Doesn't Not the best choice ever. But that means the next day I'm going to get back on the bike. And I'm going to get back to walking. I'm going to get back to doing, you know, the holidays are not a season to throw everything out the window. So keep that in mind and just realize that, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to color outside the lines today. If that's what you choose to do. I I think it would be great if I didn't at all. You know, I had one piece of pie and that was it, you know, and then later I just, because in theory, that's the other thing. The reason I usually end up eating the leftovers, right? You start picking on the leftovers is because for me, it's the difference between the first football game is over and the second one is over. And aside from getting up to go to the bathroom, you haven't done anything else all day besides sit on the couch. And you're like, I probably should get up and do something. So you get up and walk to the kitchen. And if it was warm out, I would get up and walk around the neighborhood but it's Ohio and it's like 40 degrees outside. But you could, if you're someplace, you know, around, and those are the ones I kind of laugh at where you see these holiday tips and they're like, you know, bring some kale to Thanksgiving. And I'm like, yeah. And then die. That's not going to work. Or, you know, suggest a volleyball game in the front yard. I'm like, no, no, I don't think that's maybe. So hang in there. My big thing today is just remember the holidays are two days. Do your best to eat healthier more than unhealthy. For me, I'm skipping breakfast. I'm going to drink a lot of water. I'm going to do some exercise to do some collateral damage and realize probably on Friday when I stand on the scale, it's going to go up a little bit. That's okay. And that's my last tip. I forgot about this. This is a, um, actually, I'm going to tease that in the um, next episode. We're going to talk about a strategy you can use. If you're a person that hates weighing yourself every day, you have scale anxiety, I'm going to have a new strategy that I've been doing that, man, is it good in regards to using your, you can still weigh in every day, but there's a strategy I'm going to tell you about next week that will help 
rein in that mental fatigue and also really spotlight the red flags and keep your attitude consistent so you don't give up when you have a bad day on the scale. So go out to LogicalLoss.com, subscribe, and if you want even more content, you can become a Logical Loser. This is our internal private Facebook group. I just realized I forgot to post. We just started weigh-in Wednesdays where you put either are you up or down from last Wednesday. And uh, you can join super uh, – it's it's not – you know, a ton of cash. We're talking five bucks a month. And I do want to give a shout out. Uh, these are my active campaigns or my active patrons for this. So if you don't hear your name, that means your patronage expired. You might want to check your card, but I'm talking about Amanda, Connie, Joseph. We have two Josephs, Joseph A and Joseph H, uh, Laura, Mary, and Sergio. Thank you all for being logical losers. I deeply appreciate it. It helps keep the lights on here. And of course, logical losers get the show ad free. So everybody have a great holiday and I'll see you again real soon with another episode of the logical weight loss podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the logical weight loss podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to logicalloss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll-free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it. Thin. Not till you like.